Welcome back to Cthulhu Light Show, your one-stop shop for nerd news you've already heard and opinions you don't need. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing a lot of DC news, from the recent DC layoffs to DC fandom, and a little bit of the inner workings at Warner Media right now. I am one of your hosts, Brian. I'm the other host, Dakota. And this is the show. Yeah, this is through the light show, and uh, sorry if you've been gone. I doubt anyone noticed, but here we are again. We sure are. Life got busy for a minute. We had a hectic couple of weeks. There was a delay. Hopefully, uploads will become more frequent and higher quality again. We're in a position where it's a lot easier for us to record now, so, you know, hopefully that'll bleed through into the podcast. And we're really living up to our our little slogan today, because this absolutely is all news you've already heard. This is ancient news, but I couldn't think of anything else to talk about right now, so that's the episode you're getting. The layoffs were at least a week ago, right? Uh, I'm, articles are from like the 10th of August, so it damn near three weeks ago. Well over, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're definitely fucking behind. And Fandom even was, you know, a few days ago now. But I guess we should just get into it. So, um, the first thing we wanted to address is the DC layoffs. Uh, And this is a pretty devastating story that's, like, deceptively straightforward. Warner Media had massive cuts throughout their company, but uh, DC in particular was hit pretty hard. Roughly a third of their staff was laid off. um, specifically the upper editorial staff. Um, Supposedly every single person with assistant in their title was laid off, which to me doesn't even sound like a smart business decision. Like, assistants make companies run, you know? Yeah, Um, people at top aren't, the people at the top aren't the ones, aren't the movers and shakers, you know? That gets gets sub-delegated to, you know, the assistants, to... You know, these lower-level people that, you know, just got the pink slip on a Monday. Yeah, bro, they don't they don't know how to get their own fucking coffee without their assistance. Um, yeah, you think Jim Lee's had to get his own coffee? Yeah, well, and Jim Lee's a, an interesting case because Jim Lee has been co-publisher for a long time. And then DiDio got fired, and I think we, we covered that in a previous episode, but... Didio got fired in what was presumed to be an issue with the 5G initiative that was coming up, which has since been scrapped. And then suddenly, Jim Lee was the sole publisher, and now he's not even that. They didn't fire him. What is he now? Chief Creative Officer or something? Yeah, he's he's got some some bullshit title that just keeps him on because yeah. he's, a, he's, he's, he's a draw. He makes money for the company. He's a big name in comics, and he will... His presence will appease people even if he has no power within the company anymore, which it's kind of hard to say. To me, it sounds like kind of a George Lucas situation where, like, they'll ask him for ideas, but they're absolutely going to disregard his ideas if they don't like them, you know? Oh, yeah. If Jim Lee's not drawing Batman, he, he's just going to be sitting there in, in a cushy consultation job. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Now, there were a few other, like pretty notable firings at the editorial level um for instance the editor who was in charge of the black label initiative was fired yeah mark doyle and andy sorry mark doyle and andy Corey. yeah which i think is not an accident you know i think it's no accident that of the third that got cut the black label people were part of it which i don't fully understand because black label seemed to be like a profitable section uh, i know yeah. harleen was a huge success uh yeah batman 3 jokers kind of sucks but that's what i mean i'm hearing um, good things about it so far actually i love the uh the deaths of vic sage miniseries they had going mm-hmm. i'm excited for the hardcover you know come out it comes out like november if you know dc makes it that long I, th- I think there's two issues with Black Label. I think the first issue is that they showed Batman's dick, which I personally was totally in favor of. It's an adult label. 
a character can be nude without it being like obscene like in the context of the scene there was like a very obvious symbolic meaning to batman being naked it it had it had significance for the story um it wasn't just gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous but clearly warner brothers was not happy about it because they shut that shit down fast they edited it immediately even though it sold like fucking crazy they didn't capitalize on any of the insane media coverage that they could have leveraged off of that scandal and i think the you know the the second thing is that after that happened they kind of crippled black label like black label is pretty poorly defined now it doesn't really mean anything it was supposed to be an adult label for mature storytelling but it's kind of just become like the kind of catch-all place where we send stories that may or may not be in continuity, but we don't want to deal with them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's, a, it's a dumping ground for DC's edgier content. Yeah. I mean, they've been you know reprinting old classics like The Killing Joke on there. They've been putting stuff on there that has no business being black labels. They've been censoring previously completed black label books to make them less explicit. I think it's fair to say that the company had a knee-jerk reaction to the the scandal around Black Label, and that's probably why these specific guys got fired. Um, oh yeah, it, it it it's it's bullshit though. And another quick thing against DC Black Label is that it's not Vertigo. With yeah. Vertigo, of course, with the original DC Black Labels, where we got preachers, where we got pretty much anything super edgy. Hellblazer. Yeah, it was originally created to circumvent the Commerce Code Authority. Yeah, I mean, I think Black Label arguably was mismanaged, scandal or no, so I can kind of understand why those guys were let go. I don't understand why they can't just bring back the old Elseworlds label for stories that they don't want to be in continuity. People loved Elseworlds, but they refused to bring it back, so whatever. Were there any other particularly notable firings at DC specifically? Um, just a bunch. Let's see. Senior Vice President Publishing Strategy and Support Services, Hank Canals. Brian Cunningham got cut as well. Another big name editor at DC. Oh, their editor in chief got fired. Oh yeah, yeah. Bob Bob Harass. Bob Harris. Bob, yeah. Bob. Yeah. And he used to be editor in chief at Marvel too. Yes, um, I, I, I've heard people aren't super torn about him because the whole Clone Saga thing. Yeah. Still um, still salty about that all these years later? The, as we should be. Yeah, the there's also some notable stuff going on with current creators at DC, like creators like Bendis or Scott Snyder, who are like superstar writers who had solid contracts. And I, I believe all DC said was that some of these contracts are under review. I would not at all be surprised to see Bendis get the boot, frankly. Oh, well, Bendis will be fine. He'll end up somewhere. He'll end up either an image under his own under his own work or he'll end up back at Marvel or something. There's no way he's ever going back to Marvel. He left on, like, bad terms. But I, I think you could... I could see him definitely just making a killing on Image or Boom or wherever he wants to go. Um, or There's I still money just... in the Bendis name. I, I could see him going back to the movie industry, which is where he started anyway. But yeah, and I mean, he will have, like, he's about to get all these Miles Morales residuals and stuff. Like, the man has made a tidy little empire for himself. But, like, D supposedly he is the most expensive writer at DC, but his books are consi consistently underperforming there. Like, very few people like his Superman run. And they derailed a vastly more popular Superman run to give it to him. So I would not be at all surprised if some Warner executive looked at that and said, we're paying this guy more than anybody else, but every book he's writing is underperforming? Why the fuck is he here? That said, I think Scott Snyder might go to Marvel, which could be cool. Um, he said in the past that he has a Hulk pitch, which I'd be very interested in. But I would be unhappy if he went to Marvel and it was like a Bendis situation where Snyder got the Hulk book at the expense of Immortal Hulk, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, DC Collectibles is also dead. Like, that's straight up fucking yeah. gone. That's, that's done. Yeah. 
DC Collectibles slash DC Direct, I think, is another branch of it. Yeah. They do, yeah. like, collectibles, figurines, toys. All, all, yeah, all those all those Harley Quinn statues you find in GameStop, those are done. You know, the DC Collectibles figures, I've always heard they're very high quality, but I've never actually bought any. I'm just not that big of a DC fanboy, frankly. I'm I not much a big, Marvel. I'm not a big figurine guy. Like, I'm not big into, like, this little statuettes or whatever. Yeah, me either. They're so fucking expensive. They, they're um, stupid expensive. Uh, DC Universe, the streaming service, might be dead. They're no folding it into HBO Max, supposedly. That Yeah, that's what I heard. Everything's being moved over. Doom Patrol ended up on HBO Max. Um, oh, damn it. Stargirl? Whatever the, the mm-hmm. new show they had on DC Universe is now on HBO mm-hmm. Max. Swamp. They had the animated Harley Quinn series. They got moved over. Mm-hmm. I mean, HBO Max is kind of a sticky wicket, too, because, like, supposedly it's not doing very well. Yeah, I already canceled my subscription. It's supposed to have a fraction of the subscribers of its competitors, um, and they still have no way to... Like, they have no apps for TV or video game consoles. It's all on your phone still, which... You know, the average person isn't going to watch the fucking four-hour Snyder Cut on their fucking phone. Oh, God, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Sure does. So, yeah, HBO Max is its own can of worms. We're totally watching the Snyder Cut, though. Oh, yeah, we will. I'm I'm going to force you to sit down and watch that that four-hour monstrosity. Yeah, but you're going to have to watch an hour a week. Well, we'll do a preview of the fandom right now. The Snyder Cut's four hours long, but they're releasing it in fucking four parts, which what? is stupid as fuck. What? Yes. They're releasing an hour at a time. Oh, I thought that was just, I thought it was just a dumb joke. Are you, are you no. fucking kidding me? No, they're serializing it. Why? Even though it's supposed to be a coherent movie. Well, because they've got to keep people on the service, man. Oh my god. Yeah, that shit sucks so bad. Oh, that's going to be so fucking annoying. Yep. Something else I would add to, by the way, is um, not only are all these people being replaced, but it sounds to me like the person taking over at DC Comics, like they've been rumored to be an esports person. Oh, Which is like yeah. nothing to fucking do with comics at all. Yeah, esports are popular right now. Let's get one of those guys in to turn a profit, I guess. I, I agree with Comic Pop's take where it's like, I think when I hear that esports is going to be in charge in comic books, I think some old man working at a desk at Warner Brothers said, uh, they're both fucking kids things. Make the kid deal with the kids thing. I don't fucking care about it. Yeah, you for know, real. Like, like it, I, if, if this doesn't so, somehow end up with us getting Kevin Conroy to play through like the fucking Arkham games, it's all for not. They should have canceled this like they did the 5G initiative. You want Kevin Conroy to have a Let's Play channel? Yeah, if they're going to do... Well, I, unless you're going to have, like, the cast of Doom Patrol play Overwatch or some shit. <laughs> oh, God. Brendan um, Fraser. God bless that man. I don't think there was anything else super relevant to talk about with the layoffs, aside from how DC's standing as a comic book publisher will be affected. I think it's probably a bit of an exaggeration to say that DC is dead, because it's not. Uh, well, there's, uh, there's, if I can be anecdotal for a second here, there, there's, there's little precedence on this, uh, even specifically in Time Warner, Warner Media, whatever you want to call it, because there was a, a little-known hotshot wrestling company called World Championship Wrestling back in the 90s, and uh, is Ted Turner, who's still in charge of Turner Broadcasting Systems at that point, and he was a huge wrestling fan. Uh, allegedly, when he bought when he bought into the company, he called up Vince McMahon, who runs the WWE, and he said, Well, Vince, I'm in the wrestling business. And Vince replied with, like, Well, I'm in the sports entertainment business some shit. And, that, and that's uh, rabbit hole being fall down there. But what I'm getting at is uh, there was a huge shakeup uh, in, like, 2000 at, at Time Warner when it, it merged the AOL. And uh, Ted Turner lost his power, and they brought in Jamie Kellner. And Jamie Kellner hated professional wrestling. And it, he basically killed WCW by getting pulling them off of uh, 
of like TNT and TBS. Yeah. So there's precedent in, in these like smaller, more you know, fan oriented things getting the boot. I think there works. are some key differences though. For one thing, nobody ever made a billion dollar movie about wrestling. You know. I, um, that's true. D, like DC, if for nothing else, is valuable as an IP farm. That's the thing people are always saying about DC and Marvel both. Um, now, I think their value as IP farms is maybe a little exaggerated at this point because both have been publishing for decades and decades and have like literal tens of thousands of stories that uh, the studios could draw from and adapt. And they barely adapt real stories anyway in their movies, but you know that's the argument you'll hear. I would say the other thing is printing comics for a company as massive as AT&T is really fucking cheap. Oh, really it's a drop, fucking cheap. It's a drop in the bucket. It is. So, my best guess um, is that if I had to think, I'm guessing that you will see a drop off in their monthly output, which I think, frankly, is probably to some extent a good thing. They're putting out like fucking 50 books a month. Nobody has the. And so is Marvel. Like, that can't be good for the industry in the long term. No, God, um, no. They're flooding their own market. Yeah. There's a um, reason people are so mad about comics is there's so many comics and nobody wants to read them because none of them are actually any good, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, um, you know, I think you can expect to see the monthly output drop pretty considerably. I'm also expecting a much bigger emphasis on trades, um, which are already the... Like, trades and original graphic novels are already the most profitable aspects of the industry as it is. I think you could see, I could see them starting to, instead of a monthly model, releasing a certain amount of trades and original graphic novels in a year, and then only having, like, maybe ten or five even, you know, monthly comics. Right. I think action and detective will always be monthly. No, oh, they have to. That, that's, that's tradition. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's almost kind of a prestige thing. Comics don't get a lot of prestige, but publishing Batman and Superman is is one small piece of prestige. But yeah, so I think they will be irrevocably changed. I don't know if I think they're dead. It is concerning to see literally half of the comic book market share get, like, shaken down to its very foundations overnight. And you hope that Marvel won't take cues from this? I don't see Disney doing that, because again, Disney's a massive company. Comic book yeah. publishing is a drop is a drop in the bucket. Yeah, I get the sense Disney's happier with Marvel than Warner Brothers is with DC. But that said, I mean like Marvel's a comic book publisher, but Disney has had some of their books published through IDW. Like there's an all ages Spider Man book that was published through IDW instead of Marvel fucking comics. That's incredible. So maybe they don't actually trust Marvel at all. I mean, but Kevin Feige also just recently put himself in charge of the comics. So I don't know. I think I think the real thing to take away from this is that the thing everybody has been afraid of, which is corporate entities encroaching on comics and exerting their influence. I think that is finally really starting to happen um, for good or ill. Mostly for ill. If I if I had to. Yeah, if, if I had to th- throw my own opinion out there, mostly for ill. I mean, us fans have been bitching for years and years and years that studios just don't understand the properties. Marvel's kind of in the sweet spot with its movies where, like, they often completely misinterpret their properties, but they do it so well that everybody loves it. Like, Thor Ragnarok, that Thor is not Thor. No, nobody cares that Marvel, that, you know, Feige and the people up top don't understand the comics because what they put out is already it's gold yeah like thor ragnarok is nothing like a thor comic but nobody enjoyed the first two thor movies anyway when they were trying to be like thor comics so you know like they they have already been twisting and reshaping comics for a long time and i think fans have become less resistant to it unless do you have anything else to add or should we get into uh into crunchyroll uh, I don't think there's anything else. I'm trying to scroll through these comic beat articles real quick. 
A lot of quotes, guess, nothing that I could think of that's, like, anything worth mentioning. I guess I could uh, just say people have been saying the comic book industry is dying since it started. It's not. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, people thought the, bron- the bronze era of comics was the last. People thought the 90s was where comics was going to die. It, yeah. it's it's been it's been quote unquote predicted for longer than either of us have been alive combined. Even if Marvel and DC go by the wayside, even if superhero comics fall out of fashion, like comics as an art form will always exist. They just will. Um, yeah, there, there's always more beyond the big two. Like we said, there's IDW, there's Image, yeah. there's Oni yeah. Press, there's Boom Comics. Yeah, there's a ton. Dark Horse, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dark Horse. Um, I forgot about them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people just have that kind of obsession with print media in general, like with traditional just, like, novels. People have been saying that industry's been dying for years, and, like, it's not. Like, industries adapt and adjust, and they might have to scale back. They might not ever return to their heyday, but they'll be fine. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, one last thing I did want to comment on is just... DC finally leaving the monopoly that is Diamond Comic dist- Distribution. Yeah, didn't we touch like, on that in a previous episode? We did. It was one of our nerd news topics, but this mm-hmm. is just something else that I wanted to... It's something I wanted to bring back up, is that uh, I've heard nothing but horror stories about dealing with uh, Midtown and UCBS, which are DC oh, yeah. proprietary distributors. Like, I'm, Terrible I'm, idea. I'm pretty good friends with a, uh, with a local comic shop owner. And he's, it, it's been, it, it sounds like it's it's just been a nightmare dealing with uh, DC's uh, distributors. Books either not showing up on time or not showing up at all, showing up damaged, uh, the wrong variant covers being shipped. It, 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 it's, it's a goddamn nightmare. Well, imagine being a comic book owner, comic book store owner, and being told by DC, okay, you have to order your books through your biggest competitor who is a chain that wants to put you out of business fucking terrible idea it's insanity um i do think you'll see local comic book shops becoming increasingly less friendly to dc i think both because of the the bullshit with diamond which like diamond was a bad company and it's a nuanced situation but i think also there's the problem with just like if they do decrease their output of monthly books a lot of local comic book shops smartly or not, are built on a model of selling monthly books on a regular basis. So, and amazingly, data recently came out that revealed that physical copies do still sell much better than digital copies, which is kind of insane to me. I always assumed it was the other way around. Well, that's to be expected. You know, comic book people are all about history. Yeah, and of course, there's nothing, nothing quite beats you know holding a floppy, as opposed to you know just launching your Comicsology app. Yeah. Anyway, um, why don't you uh, get us in a Crunchyroll real quick? All right, just something else to touch on because this is so incredibly widespread. Uh, apparently, AT and T owns Crunchyroll, and of course, AT and T is Warner Media, all that shit. There were rumors that uh, Warner Media was shopping out Crunchyroll to other buyers. They were asking about one to one and a half billion dollars. Is what uh, is the numbers that keep getting floated? Which I understand. Anime isn't exactly the the cultural phenomenon that Weeaboos would like you to believe it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Certainly come a long way from the tsunami days, though. Oh, we've we've come such a long way from yeah, from tape trading to tsunami to uh, Funimation from Crunchyroll into Funimation. Netflix has their own anime section. So does Hulu. Uh, HBO Max apparently is starting to get one because Crunchyroll is partnering with HBO Max. Of course, they're tying everything into that one that one service, which is nice because I I hate paying for all these different services. It's like having a fucking cable package. Yep. Uh, but the, the, and I'm kind of happy that we waited as long as we did because there is a little bit of, uh, not closure, but development in the story because, uh, I guess AT&T either couldn't find someone to buy Crunchyroll or sees value in it because they did launch two new pricing tiers. 
Of course, Crunchyroll is free with uh, you know ad ad supported. You also pay eight bucks a month for the uh, fan tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this and the and of course the new ones that are announced are Mega Fan and Ultimate Fan. Mega Ooh. Fan costs yep. Mega so uh, you know Weeaboo and, and Otaku. If you're if you're a Digimon fan, that's gonna be really confusing. Because in, in Digimon, <laughs> in Digimon Mega is better than Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> Poor bastard signing up to watch the new Digimon show. Oh, they're in for quite a surprise. They sure are. Well, I signed up for the Mega Fan one because I thought that was better. Even though it doesn't make sense. So the Mega Fan service costs ten bucks a month. It adds offline viewing, which is one of the biggest things people have wanted. Of course, with Crunchyroll streaming, so it's always online connection. But I guess you could download the shows you want to watch, which is super nice. And you have access to four concurrent streams, which I guess you know you and your friends are all watching different animes or whatever. You can all watch yeah. in one account. Not uh, right, catch them with four devices positioned around <laughs> me. You <laughs> just farming views on uh, on the that new Digimon show. No, dude, four different shows. Oh, Brian, what's in your loadout there? What 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 are your what are your four anime shows you're gonna watch on on your on your mega fan subscription? Absolutely fucking nothing. Can you name four anime? Absolutely I can. I just don't like anime. <laughs> um, the only anime I'm moderately interested in right now is the new Digimon show. I gave up on My Hero Academia. Uh, Boruto fucking sucks. Um, yeah. All the other mainstream anime just don't really appeal to me. One Piece is, is too hard to get into at this point. It's too long. Fairy Tale sucks. Yeah. Nothing else looked interesting right now. I don't give a shit about... Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Anime peaked with Yu Yu Hakusho. It really, it really did. Let's go back to the days of Trigun. That shit was dope. We were so off topic. Yeah, Ultimate Fan. Uh, sorry, back on topic. The Ultimate Fan subscription costs fifteen bucks a month. You get six concurrent streams, so you can add two more shows to your watch list. An annual quote unquote swag bag of merchandise. Oh, oh. Yeah, baby, can't wait for those fucking anime keychains come in the oh. mail. Let's reinvent loot crate. <laughs> God damn it! And uh, there's no there's no ads on the uh, fifteen dollar tier. I should fucking hope not. Yeah, I guess for ten for the ten dollar one there is for fifteen there's not, which is weird because the fifteen dollar cost puts that right in contention with HBO Max, which is also of course fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, that's how you can tell that Crunchyroll really is unsustainable. The insane fucking amount of ads they make you watch. Oh god, it's awful. Anyway. There's a reason. There's a reason anime is rampant in uh, the pirating community. The pirating community. Yo ho ho. A pirate's life for me. Not, Any... but not specifically us. Through Light Show does not condone uh, piracy of any kind. Yeah. Anyway. Except in preservation. Um. So yeah, hopefully. Hopefully this saves Crunchyroll because I've used the Funimation app. It's kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. I don't care that much about Dragon Ball Super to you know subscribe to Funimation now. Nobody should care about Dragon Ball Super. We're dropping hot anime takes here. Yeah, we are. So that that's really all we have right now uh, in news on Crunchyroll. Hopefully it survives, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets sold off to either Funimation or, like, Netflix or something. Yeah, I'm sure Netflix would love to have it. They've already got a pretty decent anime selection. That, that would just bolster that. Alright, so you want to move on to Fandom? Yeah, Brian, go ahead and take us into DC Fandom, which apparently didn't suck as much as everyone thought it was going to suck. Depends who you are, really. Um, so the Fandom was a kind of virtual convention... Um, completely organized by DC and Warner Media. It was originally pitched as like a comics panel, and I feel like a large chunk of it was organized by the very same people who were fired in the layoffs. Um, but <laughs> they wound up splitting it into two days, where the first day was all movie, video game, and TV news. And then the second day, which was significantly shorter, was some comics news. So again, DC Comics fans feel a little threatened, feel a little shit on. I don't really blame them. 
I don't want to get crazy in depth with the fandom. There wasn't really that much that spoke to me. There's a new Batman game that is not in the Arkham series, but it's in the same vein. I thought it looked pretty good. Is that the one where Batman dies, or is that like a different? Like... He's missing or something. Yeah, he's dead. Or I he's saw. I, yeah, I saw one where it's like you play as like Catwoman and somebody else, and like the days after Batman is killed. Mm-hmm. Which sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, it's all about the Court of Owls, I think. Probably, So naturally yeah. what that means is he's not actually dead. He's just been turned. Whatever. It's tossed with Lazarus Pit. He'll be fine. Then there was also... Wasn't there a Suicide Squad game, too? Uh... No. I don't, I don't know. We did, we did yeah, get a look at the, the Suicide Squad sequel, which is just called The Suicide Squad. No, I'm pretty sure there was a Suicide Squad game. About like evil Superman. Gonna have to Superman. do some quick googling on that. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch! There is. Yeah, yeah. Superman goes evil. The Suicide Squad has to stop him. Oh, developed by Rocksteady. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Nice. And uh, supposedly it's set in the Arkham universe. Oh, that's gonna be good. God damn Hopefully. it. Don't forget that people hate two of the Arkham games. What's wrong with um, Arkham Knight? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I never played it. And whichever one was the one where they made the car part of uh, the Batmobile. Sorry, part uh, a central part of the game. I think that was Knight, wasn't it? Yeah, what? it was. Never mind. Whatever. It's or Origins. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, getting lost in the weeds here. But, um, yes, there is a Suicide Squad 2 movie that's going to be directed by James Gunn. I'm grudgingly excited for it just because of James Gunn's involvement. Uh, the first one is fucking terrible. I hate it. I saw it twice. I kind of hate love it. Jai Courtney was good in it. Oh, yeah. I love Jai Courtney. I like the part where he got blown up ten minutes in. No, that was... No, Jai was Courtney, that... he, he was Captain Boomerang. Oh, you're right, you're right, yeah. You fucking back. asshole. That, that was some, like, fucking lasso guy or whatever that got fucking murdered immediately. Yeah, his I, fucking neck bomb exploded. I can't remember what, what the actor was and what the actual character was, because he's literally only in the movie for, like, ten minutes. Hey, Future Dakota here. It's Adam Beach who plays Slipknot. I do like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, and I'm hoping with a less, like, cringy direction, she'll be good in it. Margot Robbie's uh, growing on me. I, 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 I actually really liked her in Birds of Prey. Me too. Um, she, was, she was probably the best part of Birds of Prey. I'm trying to think what else. Um, Shazam is, is confirmed to get a sequel, which was actually slightly up in the air. It was very well received, but it didn't perform very well. Black Adam, which has been in talks for like at least five years, I want to say, with The Rock as the lead... Um, is finally going ahead with production, I'm pretty sure. Alright. I'm, I'm gonna lay down the gauntlet right now. What do you think is gonna get released first? <laughs> Black Adam or New Mutants? Oh, man. New Mutants, I think. I gotta go with Black Adam. I don't think New Mutants is gonna come out. Well, I think New Mutants is only gonna come out on Disney+. Plus, Which is an interesting place for it. Yeah. That's my guess. But, I mean, they've been showing trailers for New Mutants again. They've, there's been like four trailers out for New Mutants as oh, well. I know. I know. But yeah, Black Adam, who gives a fuck? I mean, The Rock's fun. I mean, if it comes out, maybe it'll be good. I feel like, like, I don't really understand villain movies personally. With somebody like The Joker, I get it because The Joker is not only iconic, but arguably the most interesting part of the Batman, like, mythos. I even kind of understand a Venom movie, although I think Venom in a universe without Spider-Man is stupid and makes no sense, but... It doesn't. And, and they also painted him to be like an, anti, an anti-hero. It was weird. Like, clearly that's like a... That was like a thing where The Rock desperately wanted to be in a superhero movie, but he needed a character that would fit his build. And he's like, oh, Black Adam! They're like, okay. Yeah, pretty much. He's the biggest, beefiest guy we can think of. He's also the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now, which is incredible to think of. It's kind of ridiculous, actually. But yeah, you know, whatever. I haven't even seen Shazam yet. I've heard it's good, but... Yeah, I I have to side back up for HBO Max at some point, because apparently everything's going back onto that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, Shazam already was on there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. I think it launched with it. Yeah. But, like, DC fandom in general apparently was a huge success. Like, the whatever execs were left at DC was ha- were happy with it. Yeah, um, I can see why. I mean, it did drum up a fair bit of attention. Um, yeah, it pulled in, like, 22 million views in mm-hmm. over the 24-hour, like, experience. Um, yeah, and it was probably less expensive than an actual con. Um, oh, yeah, no, it is way cheaper than, than having to set things shit up for a Comic-Con. Um, the main thing that got people's attention was the Batman trailer, which we definitely need to talk about. Yeah, we hear at Cthulhu Light Show, oh, Robert Pattinson, an apology. Yeah. Because, and, and I'm, I'm iffy on it because Suicide Squad also looked great from the trailers, but this this Robert Pattinson Batman film, The Batman, looks fucking awesome. It does. I'm less worried about, like, corporate interference now. Like, I was really worried about that with Suicide Squad. Like, I mean, that's what happened with Suicide Squad. Um... I'm less worried about it now because they seem to have just given into this like multiverse idea where they're just kind of like, we're going to let our writers and directors do whatever they want. And if it doesn't work, then it's not canon. We don't have to worry about building a cinematic universe anymore. Which yeah, I think it's probably, throw... probably a long-term mistake, but whatever. Maybe, but it's fine. You just throw the flash in an end credits scene, mm-hmm. you know, just, oh, whoop, fucked up that timeline. So, I thought the Batman trailer looked great. It did. It looked so good. It's supposed to be based on Long Halloween, which I've actually never read, but it's a pretty well-loved Batman comic. Um, I think the Riddler's the villain, which, like, I'm not a big fan of the Riddler, personally, but if you can make him work, power to you. But I get the impression there's going to be more than one movie. Or, more than one villain, I mean. Right. It would have to be. I don't... even if the last time there was a, a Riddler in a movie was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah, and even he and even he wasn't the main villain. It was also Poison Ivy and Bane, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I doubt he can care. I, I, and also, I don't know who's playing the Riddler there, but I'm sure it'll be someone yeah, halfway decent. Hey, Future Dakota again. The Riddler is played by Paul Dano. I think we finally hit that sweet spot between, like, the gritty realism of, like, Nolan Batman movies and the, like, high-flying superheroics of comic books. Like, it felt like a blend where it felt gritty and down-to-earth, but it felt like a universe where comic book shit could happen. At least to me. Like, I could see this Batman going up against, like, Clayface or something. Which would be cool. Oh, yeah. That would fit right Uh, in. But yeah, I thought Batman himself looked great in the suit. I loved a lot of the shots that we saw in the trailer. Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne is a little weird, because um, he does look like a greasy rat man instead of a Batman. <laughs> um, like there's a there's it. a still shot that keeps going around where he looks like really flustered and his hair's like hanging down around his face. It looks really greasy. I'm just like, ugh. Like Bruce Wayne's supposed to be, like, suave and well-adjusted, quote-unquote. And then yeah. Batman's the real him, you know, but whatever. I'm prepared to really enjoy his performance, and I think these movies will appeal to me more than any Batman movies in a long time. I'm not even that crazy on the Nolan trilogy, honestly. Really? Like, that kind of surprises me. I mean, they're they're okay, um, I but I really like high-flying superheroics. I don't like it being all gritty and grounded. Right, the, um, the, the Dark Knight, at, at this point, I, I think is kind of uh, has kind of overgrown its hype. I agree. Um, I actually the Dark Knight prefer... Returns is solid. I love that shit. Give Give me Tom Hardy as Bane all fucking day. See, that's my least favorite in the trilogy by like a country mile. I actually my favorite is actually Batman Begins, just because I like origin stories, and I feel like that's the only movie that's actually about Batman. There's some cool scenes in it too. I still love the fucking scene where he's fighting bad guys in the warehouse, and they go, "Where are you?" And he goes, "Here." And he's right behind him. <laughs> that shit gets me every time. That is that is prime Batman. 
One of the biggest things that actually holds me back with the Nolan trilogy is that I think Batman looks like shit. I think Christian Bale was not the right actor. I think the voice he puts on is laughable, and I hate the way the suit looks on him. And I think that's slightly controversial. I think more people like Christian Bale than me, but um, I just think it squishes his cheeks out really weird. I don't know. I'm not a fan. He's he's stuffed into that suit for some reason. Yeah, I, I really it, liked the look for this new Batman movie, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm super excited. Aesthetically, I, I'm, I'm very, very interested. There was some other stuff. Um, there was another Wonder Woman 84 trailer. I'll watch it when it comes out, probably. I've heard a lot of rumors that it's actually not very good and that Warner Brothers is kind of worried about it. Um, but that all could be totally unfounded. I'd like it to be good. I, I think the trailers have a great like aesthetic down. And I do really like Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot as um, Wonder Woman. So, I I guess I need to watch Wonder Woman again. Yeah, it's all right. I think it's pretty I, good. I and then the the ending's a little weaker. It it's weird because people hyped it up because it's like the only good DC film in the last five years. Yeah, same thing before, happened to Aquaman. Before, before Shazam, of course, but like. Gal Gadot was great. Like I, like, she she's, she's a solid, she's a solid actor. Yeah, but the same thing has happened where like people got so sick of Marvel being so popular, and DC fans got so sick of DC floundering that we really overinflate any minor success that they have. I, to, for me, Wonder Woman is a good movie. Aquaman is like average at best, but people fucking lauded that movie. I I don't think it was very good. But it's like, it's the underdogs. They made something competent, almost. Like, hell yeah. Yeah, it's weird um, that the, these are the underdogs that we have. Batman is an underdog film. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um... The other big thing is that it has been officially confirmed that Michael Keaton will be back as Batman in the Flashpoint movie... And Ben Affleck will also make a return in the same movie. The rumor Literally is... just to get retconned out of existence. Sorry, I yeah, jumped I'm... the gun on that one, dude. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that the rumor is that he is going to be in the movie for the purpose of, like, closing the book on that character. Like, he'll get a send-off, he'll be retconned out of existence through time travel shenanigans. And that'll be the end of Batfleck, supposedly. Yeah, um, just Flashpoint literally is just to reset the DCEU. Yes, even though they're doing the multiverse now, so whatever. And I, but, and I, and I believe also Henry Cavill signed back on for more Superman stuff. So I don't know how they're gonna exactly yeah, separate from Man, like Man of Steel DC to like the Suicide Squad, the Batman DC. If that makes sense. Well, in fairness, the Suicide Squad is directly tied into the Snyderverse. Ben Affleck's Batman makes an appearance in the original Suicide Squad. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, it's very brief, but he does. Or like, um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are explicitly tied to those movies, and those were successes. Shazam is loosely connected, even. So, I don't think they really know what they want to do. I will say, you complained about Three Jokers, I think you can absolutely expect a Three Jokers movie. Oh god... Because you have the Joaquin Phoenix stuff, you I guarantee you eventually they'll do Joker with the Pattinson trilogy and get ready for the fucking CGI Heath Ledger Joker. <laughs> they're gonna fuck they're gonna fucking do it. They're gonna do it. Is there you know, is is the Pattinson is that is that confirmed a trilogy? Because I hadn't heard anything yes. about that. Yes, it's a trilogy. Oh, all it's right. supposed to be it's supposed to be a standalone trilogy of movies, which is really I guess, fucking I guess annoying. You gotta, you gotta order your Batman in bulk, I guess. Fuck. Yep. And then the big final bit of news, which by the way, hey, um, Ezra Miller, I guess that scandal didn't hurt him too bad. Oh yeah, yeah, he chokes him to woman. I forgot about yeah, that. They're going ahead with his big solo movie. Fuck, I guess um, everyone forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, it kind of came and went in terms of news. I would also add the Snyder Cut stuff, um, which we've already touched on. 
Um, it is going to be like a big headlining thing on HBO Max. It's going to be four hours long. They are going to be serializing each hour of it, which is ridiculous and shitty. <sighs> like, Dakota, would you ever watch a movie? Like, like if you were watching a three-hour movie, would you ever just stop an hour in and go, I'll watch the next hour next week? No, that's an awful idea. If I'm just going to watch a movie, I'm going to watch it the whole way through. Yep. But, uh... I, I think people are overestimating how different it's going to be. I mean, the original, I think, was two and a half hours, and they're somehow turning into four hours. I think it's going to be stretched thin. There was a scene where they edited Steppenwolf to be dark side. But otherwise, I feel like most of the changes are going to be pretty minor. Um, and it sounds like they might continue to give Snyder projects within that universe, but it will mostly be restricted to HBO Max with a much smaller budget. Which I'm like, at which that is, point, don't do it. Which is kind of where he belongs. Like, I, I, know, I know Snyder always goes for, for these big, grandiose ideas, and big, big explosions and shit, but, like... Yeah. I think putting some restrictions on him, ironically, is going to produce better content. Probably. Because Sucker Punch was built on a, I mean, a, a comparatively smaller budget, and that, mm-hmm. that movie was pretty good. I think... At the risk of being a pretentious asshole, I think, frankly, a lot of the Snyder fans don't necessarily know what they want. Like, I think they're really overhyping what the quality of this is going to be. Taking a two and a half hour movie and stretching it into four hours without, like, doing any additional filming isn't going to do your story any favors, you know? Not at all. I mean, it hopefully will still be better than the original. But I'm not convinced Scott Snyder had a good vision in the first place. So, you know. Plenty of movies that he did the way he wanted to do them got fucked up anyway. So, like, Joss Whedon didn't film extra scenes for Batman v Superman, did he? Sure fucking didn't. That movie sucks. Yeah, Um, it does. So... I don't know. We will watch it. We will cover it. We will give it a try. But I'm not holding my breath. It's oh, goddamn. We're gonna break. We're gonna have to break this up into multi-part into a multi-part series. I hope you guys are ready for fucking Snyder September or whatever we're gonna do. People are calling for the air cut again, and I'll be honest. I'm much more interested in that. Yeah, fuck it, dude. I'll watch Suicide Squad again. Well, for me, Suicide Squad felt like a decent movie that was turned into a monstrosity by the insane amount of editing and rearranging that was done. If the movie was released as Ayer intended it, I have a feeling it would at least be decent. Instead of, like, unwatchable, like part of Suicide Squad was. Um, Whereas, again, the, the, the Justice League movie, I already think, was, like, fine. You know, I think fans are kidding themselves if they think it's going to be like a masterpiece now that it's Snyder's cuts. It'll make more sense, like, narrative-wise, but it, it's not mm. going to... I doubt that they're really putting as much money as they need to behind getting the effects up to speed on the Snyder, on like the Snyder footage. Probably, yeah. Because the Snyder cut, all, all that shit was, was, you know, pre-post-production. Mm-hmm. It was pre, like, visual effects. And had to be done on a much smaller budget, yeah. So, it, it's probably, it's, those effects are probably like, shit, it's gonna drag the, uh, the movie down, unfortunately. Yep. And, uh, I feel like that's about it. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about, or should we wrap this bad boy up? Have a short episode for once. For, we probably should. Um, I'm just saying, uh, Jason Killar... The new CEO of Warner Media was super, super positive about uh, Fandome. Yeah. Hashtag Giddy. I feel like they can't repeat that success, but. Oh, whatever. they won't. They can't, but. Part of the reason they had so much content to display was because so much of it got delayed so fucking hard. Wonder Woman was supposed to come out like two years ago, wasn't it? Or like at least a year ago. Wonder Woman 84 was supposed to come out forever ago. Uh, we, we should have had, we, we should be on Black Adam 2 by now. Oh, we sure should, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, I just, a lot of this stuff I feel like is kind of lightning in the bottle, you know? The Snyder Cut 2, that's a very situational product, 
um, that you can't like consistently offer to people. Yeah, um, but it, but unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your on your outlook, I, I'm pretty pro Snyder for some reason. I'm not. I'm, I'm figuring, and that's what makes podcast work. Is our pro Snyder anti Snyder biases? <laughs> um, hopefully, the Snyder cut does well because I'm sure the release of the Ayers cut is predicated on the success of the Snyder cut. And I still don't know if we'll ever really get that, no matter how well the Snyder cut performs. Honestly, I hope we do. I I want to like Suicide Squad, but it's just such a a, a fundamentally flawed movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the minority where I feel like Jared Leto's Joker theoretically could have maybe worked. Not saying it would have been my favorite, but... No, we didn't really see enough of... Leto's Joker to really get a good grasp on him, I guess. Yeah. And this is all this is all purely revisionist history on my end. It's just I I, I want DC to succeed because it's something that isn't another Marvel movie. I love Marvel, yeah. but I, I'm I'm burnt out on these fucking these cape these cape shit movies, man. And with that, um, it's probably a good place to end things. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, we're sorry for the long hiatus, but we hope we'll be better. We're considering even launching like a sister podcast that would be a little more focused, but uh, you know, more on that later. For the time the being, nice. For the time being, you know, like, leave a comment or review, follow us, spread it around, share it, tell your friends. Um, and meet us back here hopefully next week for our next bit of content Uh, again I'm Brian and I'm still Dakota and fuck you all bye guys (laughs) (laughs) thanks for coming back have a nice day